Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord. And welcome to LiveDeliverance.com here on BlogTalkRadio.com. This is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. If you're listening to us via the simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock p.m. on Monday evening, we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or during any other time of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, locations, and platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear any of our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all that, we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper. And if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. So if you would, just join your hearts with me now in a word of prayer as we sanctify our time together. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can speak. That the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be accessible to thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. <clears throat> Live big in me and I'll decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, Glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men. You teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the lands of promise, going from faith to faith, and from glory to glory. You made us more than conquerors in this life. Through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirits and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Well, beloved, we um, this is uh, part two of, but they that wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. <laughs> they shall mount up. With wings as eagles. We find that in, in Isaiah chapter 40, and we'll go there in just a minute. But I just want you to understand a couple of things. Um, the word wait there uh, means that you're supposed to minister unto the Lord, serve the Lord, do his bidding, walk in his counsel, move by his spirit and by his word, give place to his results. You know, sometimes we just get uh, excited, I guess, would be one thing, or troubled, that would probably be another thing that, that we do. And so then we try to um, handle things on our, on our own or, or uh, do it the way we want it to, to do. But see, God has already uh, worked the thing out. You know, one of the things I was talking to someone today, and I, I, I said that, that God has already, he's the alpha and the omega, beginning and the end. 
but he's not the beginning separate from the uh, end. He's the beginning and the end. They are at the same time being understood in heaven. Okay, that's something that's different. We think that because God is the beginning and then he'll see us again at the end. No. See, the, the is of God is active all of the time. See, God lives in eternity, beloved. And eternity takes care of our past, our present, and our future. See, so it's not that we can compartmentalize God and just uh, think that he will be uh, uh, at this point, but not at this point, or we expect him to be over there, but not right here. That's not the way uh, he's, that's not the way he exists. See, our job is to minister unto the Lord, okay? That's what, when you, when you go to a restaurant and you um, uh, sit down at the table, then they send a person to you that will be your server or your waiter, all right? That means they're the one that's supposed to uh, uh, minister or make sure that you have the things that you need. Well, what do, you, what do we release to God? What do we give unto God? See, the Bible tells us to give unto God the glory due his name. Give unto him. We have, there is an exchange system that God wants us to participate in. So then we ask the question, you know, how are you relating to God actively? Not what have you done for him. That's, I'm not trying to get it from that perspective because uh, if you get to what have you done for him in that perspective, then what happens is you try to uh, um, get into works then, see? And it's not about works, but it is about, all right, let's try it this way. It is about um, emptying yourself and allowing him to fill you, okay? That's the exchange that God is, is wanting to have in our lives. That's what uh, uh, Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit do perpetually. One pours into the other one, and then that which is received is then poured into the other one. Because, first of all, they are one. I get that. But it is a flow. Okay? So then at all times, it is an active flow. Jesus came, and he said, now I need y'all to wait on or minister to the spirit so that the spirit can then fill you. And then as the spirit fills you, then your instructions that you receive from the spirit are now walked out by you, and then you become empty again to then be filled. Do you see how the process works? And it's perpetual. God sent the son, and the son said, I don't do anything except what I hear and see the Father do. There was a pouring that went into Jesus, and then Jesus walked it out by the Spirit. And then because he walked it out by the Spirit, that, that causes an emptiness, and then the emptiness requires a filling. Okay? Jesus said that when you receive the Holy Ghost, you will be filled. Or he said it this way, be ye filled. Okay? I, I love the way that's exactly worded, be ye filled. He didn't say go get filled one time, be ye filled. That's active all the time, be filled with, you see? So when we are ministering to the Lord, 
the best way I would like for you to see it is I become empty of my own desires and mandates. You hear it in Psalms uh, 34, 34, 7. It says that what we should do is we should uh, delight ourselves also in the Lord. And what will happen? He will then give you the desires of your heart. If I'm delighting myself in the Lord, then that means that I don't have demands. I'm glad about where I am. I'm glad about what he's saying. I'm glad about what he's doing. You see? I'm delighting myself in the Lord. Let's look over there just so you can see that. Turn to Psalms 37 so you can see that. Okay? Because we have to, I don't know, we, we have to change the way that we approach God. Okay. See, we are no longer uh, orphans, okay? We, we, are, we are in the process of becoming more like Jesus, okay? Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, okay? So then that's what he wants us to do. And the mind that was in Christ Jesus was not a um, God, you do this and get me out of trouble this time mindset, okay? See, and, and that's what we uh, approach God with, like, okay, God, this is a real big deal here. I need for you to show up and show up strong. That's not the way Jesus functions, see, because he lived by faith, and faith is always active. We'll get to that when we go to Hebrews chapter 11. See, faith is always active. So since it's always active, okay, let's try it this way. Since faith is always active, is faith in the posture or position then that is trying to get stuff? See, faith is always active. So then the stuff that we're trying to get, if you would, the things that we're uh, thinking about, that's already an active part, not something that will be. It is. Now, faith is. See? Jesus told us to believe that way, understand that way. If you, as you stand praying, believe that you have received. See? That don't, don't as you stand praying, believe that it might be coming. See, we're, we're, I guess what we're doing is we're, we're short-circuiting the process because we haven't, uh, we haven't understood at the level where faith flows freely. Okay, so we, we've got to get to that place that, 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 that because I'm connected to God at the level God is expecting me to flow in. Okay, it's just different. Let's look at this, Psalms 37. And it's the first, the first eight verses is, is probably would be good for you to just take those eight verses and perpetually hear them in your spirit, okay? Just continue to, 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 to rewind those words over and over again in your spirit. When you are uh, standing in the place of, of frustration or anxiety or fear, let Psalms 37, 1 through 8, just roll on automatic in your spirit. Listen to what he says here. He says, 
fret not thyself. First of all, get that. He says, you are the one that's going to be your number one enemy. Fret not who? Yourself. See? He, he said, we ain't got to worry about other people fretting you. He said, we need you to fret not yourself. I need for you to think accurately. I need for you to be settled in my love. See? When you are fretting, there is no assurance in your heart about what God has said. Fret not yourselves. And then he brings it to the to the issues that face you. Fret not yourselves because of. Okay? So when you are are, are thinking that, you know, if God don't show up because of what they're doing, you just caused yourself to enter into the fret mode that he said don't do. Okay? See, we don't find a place in Jesus' life where he operated under fret. See? It, 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 he was not, he, he trained his spirit differently that way. He trained his flesh differently that way. Okay? Jesus said things to them. He said, y'all can't take my life away. Not your, you can't get enter into that. He said, my life is so ordained, centered in God. He said, I know you can't take it away. He says, I lay my life down and I pick it up again. This commandment have I received of my father. They always tried to, 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 to hurt Jesus, and it didn't frustrate him at all. He would say things like, you can't have any power except my father give it to you. I'm not pressed. I'm not in your hands. See? And if we would understand that that's in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being, then that kind of stops all of the stuff that the devil will use as ammunition to cause you to be stalled and or separated from the love of God. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. And if that wasn't enough, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. He said, don't be afraid and don't let your heart become envious thinking something happens better for one person than it does for me. He said, don't fret yourself and don't be envious from those that work iniquity. So then I'm just asking some questions here. See, we want to learn how to wait on or minister to the Lord. How to have conversations at a higher level. Okay? Because if I have uh, uh, my conversations on a natural level, I'm probably going to be attacked with fret and envy. Remember what it says in the book of James, where there is envy and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. Not just one word, beloved. He said if there's envy and strife, there is confusion. Okay? That's the way it's, it's stated in James. He didn't say where there's envy and strife, 
you are in confusion. He says that's where it lives. Envy and strife is the dwelling place of confusion. For where there is envy and strife, there is confusion. And then here's what's open to you now. Here's what well you will be digging in, uh, dipping into. He says there will be every evil work. I mean, when, when, when the devil can get us into that envy or strife or confusion, if he can get us in there, then what we participate in is an onslaught of all evil. See, that's why we're going to have to minister to the Lord. And the way you minister to the Lord is to have conversations at a higher level. Don't fret yourself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. You do remember what it says in um, Ephesians chapter 6. It says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood or the workers of iniquity. We, we, we don't wrestle in that arena. See, you should understand that you have you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in a body so then since your spirit has been reborn connected with God at a higher level learn to live at that level exist at that level again in him we live in him we move in him we have our being if i'm not going to reside and rest in him I'm going to be moved by every wind of doctrine, tossed to and fro. I'm going to be one that frets himself. Okay? See? He's given us the answers here so, so that we can see it and function in that. See, we can see that, that his love, which never fails, which never gives up. See, his love will sustain us. But it's our job to position our heart so that we can then live by that word that's in our heart. Okay. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Again, this is he's helping us right here to stop dealing with circumstances. The word circumstances means things circled around you, standing against you. Evildoers are circumstances, aren't they? They're things around you in the in, in the periphery of your life. See, we we have to come back and understand that. A heart that is guarded, according to Proverbs chapter 4, he said, guard your heart with all diligence. Why? Because out of a guarded heart are the issues of life that would be good. Out of a heart that's not guarded are going to be the issues of life that are not good. That's why he told you to guard it, to put the word there. And if and as the word is settled in your heart, then that removes questions, glory to God. 
Jesus said it this way in John chapter 15, verse 7. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then you will ask what you will and it will be given you. See, you have a conversation on a higher level. You don't ask stuff down here because of circumstances. See? You speak from the position of victory because you've been made more than a conqueror. Okay? More than a conqueror, in my understanding, is one that understands the victory has been given to me. I don't have to fight for it. I'm more than a conqueror. Okay? But these are things that, that, that your heart has to be settled in. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of that heart are going to be the issues of life that you enjoy. Fret not yourselves because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I can't, I'm not, I'm not free to let this go because you're spending, if you are one that is fretful, then you're going to spend your time dealing with people that are working something other than faith. Let's try that. They are only working iniquity. Well, as a child of faith, as one that walks by faith, then I'm working faith. I don't have time to deal with the petty things that people are trying to have circumstances and move me by. See? God directs my steps. Let's just ask that. Is it not true that, that, that God is supposed to be the one that directs your steps? Well, then, would he direct your steps in the midst of iniquity, or would he direct your steps in the midst of righteousness? See? But we're working or dealing with people that are dealing with things that are not or preordained for our life. See, we're wrestling with flesh and blood. Okay. Just try to get that. Look at what he says there. See? He says, the one that doesn't fret has this confidence. For they shall soon be cut down. Glory to God. See, we can say it this way. The things concerning you, they have an end. And he just said the end of those things is going to be soon. Um, Romans chapter 16, verse 20 says, And the God of peace will bruise Satan under your heels Shortly. Wait a minute. That just took care of that soon again, didn't it? Yeah. See, he he's guaranteed your victory as you believe. But if you think that the circumstances are, are, are dictating uh, what you can expect, then, then you're not living by faith. They that wait on the Lord. They that minister unto the Lord. I would say that probably what happens is we spend more time uh, um, dealing with 